Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Rabbi Dan Lieberman and this is the 10-Minute Pirkei Avot podcast. So here we go with the eighth Mishnah of the first chapter of Pirkei Avot. Yehuda ben Tabai ve Shimon ben Shetach kiblu me'em. Shimon ben Shetach and Yehuda ben Tabai, they are the next generation of the Zugot, the pairs. Yehuda ben Tabai, Omer. Yehuda ben Tabai says like this, Altas Don't make yourself like a lawyer. Don't be a lawyer, it seems to say. And when... People who are coming to have judgment stand before you. Right? Look at them like they're, they're sinners. They are, they're, they're both guilty. And when they leave from you, look at them like they're both innocent. When they accept the judgment on them, that makes them not, no longer sinners. Okay. Let's have a look at these two. Yehuda ben Tabai mentioned first. Uh, there's a dispute as to which one he is, the Nasi or the head of the Bastin, head of the Sanhedrin. It doesn't matter. The opinion is the Nasi. To the Gemara Yushalmi says um, that the the people of Yushalayim uh, wanted to put him as the Nasi. Um, so he didn't want to accept it because he was a very humble and modest sort of person. So he ran away and he went to Alexandria um, and... They uh, they send him a message. They wanted to come here. They said we're broken hearted. You're my betrothed. Yehuda ben Tabai. Yerushalayim needs you, and uh, he uh, he came back. Um, of course, of course, it was a very dangerous time of uh, time of being uh, Jewish, because Shimon ben Shetach's brother-in-law, as we mentioned before, was Alexander Yanai, who was a very particularly unpleasant person, and Shimon ben Shetach, the other one, was uh, Queen Shlomtzion's brother. Queen Shlomtzion was a, a righteous queen. And when Alexander Yanai killed all the all the Tanaim, she uh, saved him, and uh, he was able to uh, to run the the world. And if it were without him, the Jewish world wouldn't really exist. So this is very important. Um, Shimon ben Shetach, we'll talk about him more tomorrow. But Yehuda ben Tabai. So he says like this: He's talking about being a judge. He's just not talking about working as a lawyer. He says when you are a when you are a judge, when you're sitting as a dayan, al taas atzmachak don't make yourself a partial uh, observer. Don't make yourself as like one of the lawyers. You have to make yourself uh, as an impartial uh, arbiter of what is of what is going on. Even even if you convince that one of them is right, you have to uh, you have to be fair in the case and listen to all the things. And you can't advise one side or the other on to how to uh, to do these things. Um, Rambam uh, talks about uh, mock trials and things as to how they would do that. And he says this is talking about the, the official judge should not be involved in a show trial or a mock trial, things like that. Um, so it's, it's important that, that you don't affect the, the, the process of justice. Um, this is uh, Im- important uh, because you, you're trying to make sure that justice is served properly and everyone gets its opportunity. And if you're looking like you're taking one side, or even if, if you use logic, um, according, to, uh, according to various other uh, opinions, if you start using logic and try and imp- 
employ powers of persuasion for certain people to do certain things inside your your courtroom as a dayan, then you know you you all you're doing is you're fueling your own understanding of things and you're not actually listening to the case. So you have to be objective. You have to weigh the claims and the counterclaims that are presented to you, and don't bring your own ideas into the case. Okay. Now it talks about how you're going to deal with this. Right? So that when they stand before you, you should uh, uh, consider them both to be guilty. Right? So you have to be skeptical of everyone while you're a Dayan. You have to judge everyone, right? As if they, they are both sinners. They've both done something wrong. Why? Because it en en enables you to be objective and it, it, to establish and to understand and evaluate the statements or the documents to go on one. And if you, if you question everything, then if you assume that nothing is right, then you'll be able to get to the truth. You'll be able to, uh, to get to the kernel of truth with inside the statements and what is going on. Um, uh, the Maharal also says like this, well, they actually are wicked because they're having a fight. And they wouldn't if they wouldn't be if they wouldn't be so wicked they wouldn't be in front of the basin in the first place so that's a an, an excuse uh, as to how you can treat them as uh, as as sinners uh, wicked people or guilty people they're guilty of fighting with each other so so therefore they are they uh, we can we can actually say that okay when they lift they leave from you when they dismiss from the court case you have to be able to see them as as innocent they accepted. The, ju the justice, right? So when they're before the judge, he used to see them as unreliable. When they go out, you know, even even a person who, who has lost, even a person who's lost the case, if he accepts the din, then that makes him as a, a as, as a righteous person because we upset, accept the din of Hashem and we accept the, the, the ruling and the authority of the base din and that's an important thing as well to do. So... Um, Abarbanel, he quotes this Mishnah and he says, really, it's it's it's... It's commenting on the last mission, the previous mission of Yeshua ben Prachia, who talks about uh, judging people favorably. He says, how do you judge people favorably? It's not just judging them favorably, looking at them in a good way. It's making sure that the judgment that they get is favorable. What's a favorable judgment? An honest judgment. And this is a method, this is a method that uh, Yehuda ben Tabai is, is putting forward to make sure that the justice that a person is 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 uh, is meeting out is properly, and now this is this is something which I think applies in in all areas in all areas of a person's life. When we are judging things, we're judging. Obviously, we're not uh, living in uh, um, we're not living in 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 the times where we're all we're all sitting in judgment all the time as as Dayanim. But certainly, if we if we see each other if we see each other, we evaluate each other properly. And when, when, when we're making judgments about people, because we do that every day, because we're human beings, then we must make sure that we do it properly. We make sure that we, 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 have, we are evaluating a, a, a situation. You use all the things in your, in your mind. You're fair. You listen to all of the arguments before you. You weigh things up. You question things in order to find out what's the truth. And the pursuance of truth is the most important thing for a Jewish person. And if we're able to do that, if we're able to pursue true truth, then, as we said before, that is the most important thing we have. Hashem Elokechem Emet. Hashem Himself is truth, and we're able, if we want to, to to connect with Hashem in this way. And this is this is the idea. This is the the, the forward motion that we have to put into our lives and into our attitudes to get to where we want. I think that is a very very important thing. The pursuit of truth is everything. Have a lovely day, and I'll see you again tomorrow.